0: Alright, field recorder, <clears throat> right in the pocket. Welcome to Zero Talks, and we are coming straight from the recorder. It is currently recording this late night at um, on a Sunday, and I haven't done anything following the latest news. Uh, that's one cool thing is about you know as far as like following cable news and stuff i don't i don't watch tv so i don't really have to follow cable news but i do have um some internal updates on things going on with the podcast here so i guess i'll put some of that on the front end uh last time we talked i told you i was setting up two groups one on telegram and one on truth social now the one on truth social it only let me set up three subjects and so i'm not exactly sure how that's going to work i'm not going to be able to post too many different things but the one on zero talks uh right now we have 12 members and i've got about 10 different topics and what i would like to do is try to post regularly on these different topics depending on what the subject is if I see something interesting in the news I'll I'll link an article I'll try to get some of these uh these tiktoks that I download regular it's it's funny because I end up downloading like three to four tiktoks a day but I don't play them on the show right now because I just I don't have a way to go back and forth between audio without editing so I haven't I haven't done that and I don't really know how I'm going to do that and when I figure it out maybe I'll do something with that um but I got a few of them, and I'm kind of tempted to just play some TikToks from the phone. Maybe that works. But anyways, I was talking about uh, Telegram and Truth Social. It's Zero Talks, and I believe on Truth Social, it's Zero Talks Podcast. Those were the, That's the name that I came up with. Um, I hadn't heard any feedback from anybody In opposition, so I'm just gonna go with that. And I've got some, you know, I got those things set up. So I'll check in with Truth Social. I I like it, and I'm willing to give it a chance because it's giving me news updates every day. But at the same time, the tension really falls on Elon, right, over on Twitter. And I don't know how long that's gonna last. Um, hang on, sorry. I don't know how long that's gonna last because. He's obviously, um, he's got that new CEO from the WEF or whatever. Maybe he's got this thing where he wants to hire somebody who will give him opposition or is in opposition to him. Or I don't know exactly what the deal is with Elon right now in Twitter. I know. I mean, it seems like he likes having the platform. He doesn't want people telling him what to do. And I do like that he's standing up to the media in in a way that I think like most of us wanna hear. I'm gonna play a clip here and maybe we'll try this. We'll see how this works. I'll just um do 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 where is that clip? I have a clip with Elon talking to some journal there it is, some journalists.
1: How do you make a choice? You don't see, I mean, in terms of when you're going to engage. I mean, for example, even today, Elon, you, you, you tweeted this thing about George Soros. Well, I'm looking for it because I want to make sure I quote it properly. But I mean, you know what you wrote. But you basically. I think it reminds me of my videos. It's like, you know, calm down, people. This is not like made you know, like a well, case said, out of it. You also, <laughs> you you want...
0: Yeah, he, uh, Elon, he's awkward. He, he kind of laughs at his own jokes in a weird way. But yeah, he was saying that Elon. Elon Musk says that George Soros hates humanity and compares him to Magneto from the X-Men. And then the news guy in this clip, he's just like, yeah, but why do you feel like you need to tweet that? Why do you why do you do that? Because and I guess like in the news guy's mind, and I don't even know who this reporter is. I guess in his mind, he's like, because, you know, we're supposed to be super serious and we have advertisers. And, you know, I mean, like you have super serious who take themselves super seriously, Pulling the strings, you know we have to do what they want us to do. Why do you feel like you have to? And it's like, you know, most of us in that situation will just be like, screw you. I'm gonna post what I want, you know.
1: Civilization and Soros hates humanity. Like when you do something like that, do you yeah, think I think about, that's true. That's my opinion. Okay, but why share it? Why share it? Especially, because, I mean,
0: and it's such sh- a dumb question. Why, why share? Why share your opinion? Um, what is the problem with anybody saying something about George Soros? Because you. Because I think what the media likes to do is they, they want to pigeon some, pigeonhole somebody as an anti-Semite anytime they say something about George Soros. So for somebody as powerful as Elon Musk, you know, he's like one of the richest people on the planet. So they can't control him and they have to pretend to respect him. But really, this is more of a power dynamic, right? They don't really respect him, but they don't have control over him. They they, they don't have power over him. And so they're more afraid of what he might do or say to expose them because he's not willing to play their game. And I think this is the reporter trying to reel him There's, in a little I mean, bit.
1: Why share it when people who buy Teslas may not agree with you? Advertisers on Twitter may not agree with you. Um customers not and, just say, hey, I think this. You can tell me. We can talk about it over there. You can tell your friends. But, yeah, but why share it? Why?
0: And he's saying like these customers of your Teslas, the advertisers, like they should have some power over you. And I think that's really what the reporter is saying. I
1: mean, this is freedom of speech i'm allowed to say what i You absolutely are but i'm trying to understand why you do because you have to know it's got a there it it puts you in a in the middle of a the partisan divide in the country it makes you a a lightning rod for criticism i mean do you like that i you know people today saying he's an anti-semite i don't think you are no i am definitely i'm I'm like like, i'm like a (laughs) pro-semite if anything i i believe that probably is the case but why would you even introduce the idea then that that would be the the case. I, I mean, it looks we don't want to make this a George Soros interview. No, um, God, no. I so, don't. I don't want him at all. But I'm. What I'm trying. Even came up though in the annual meeting. I mean, you know, do your tweets hurt the company? Are there Tesla owners who say I don't agree with his political position because, and I know it because he shares so much
0: of it. Because he doesn't go along with the narrative, and I, I think that's what the problem is. Elon doesn't go along with the narrative of so many things that I think it gets under the skin of people who want to be powerful, who want to pretend that they're powerful. And then when somebody who's actually powerful, like Elon, he's like a Bitcoin guy and and he's awkward and he laughs and he makes references about George Soros being Magneto from the X-Men. And they're like, you know, relatively normal or or like normal people can relate to things like that. Like we can't relate to these other super CEOs. And like, uh, don't get me wrong. Elon is weird you know he's got his quirks and he's got things that we can't relate to. But like when he, I think when he tweets things that normal people can relate to, it bugs these elites, and they're like they're, they're trying to say like why you know you're supposed to have the, you know like royalty. You're not supposed to make royalty like human. They're supposed to be supra human, above human, so that there's a divide between regular mankind and them. And I, and I think he's upsetting that balance that these elites really want to well, have
1: New will come and say you gotta stop man or you know I can't get these ads because of some of the things you tweet
0: like who is actually upset about what he tweets that they're not gonna advertise so there's a long silence and I'm not pausing it I'm leaving it here this is about you know, a I'm minute long of uh,
1: the, the scene in The Princess Bride great movie movie. Um, where he confronts the person who killed his father and he says um, offer me money offer me power I don't care so you just don't care you want to share what you have to say I'll say what I want to say, and if if if, uh, if the consequence of that is losing money, so be it.
0: Okay. I love the end of that. He just stares him. He just stares him down after he makes that quote. I'll say what I want to say, and this, jeez, this this thing really wants to come up. I'm not gonna talk about that. I downloaded it thinking that I was gonna talk about it. This, uh, uh, and now I'm talking about it. I'm deleting it now. I'm not going to talk about this dumb thing is, is it so yeah I, I really enjoyed that moment with with elon and i have lots of moments like this um i i download a ton of really cool clips from from tiktok uh, one because they're easy to download i download clips from other places as well but it's they're easier to download than they are for me to play on the show But I figure I could play one clip every day and give a little bit of commentary if I don't have anything to talk about. Maybe I won't do it every single day. I'm curious to see what this sounds like with me just holding the phone up to the sound recorder the way I just did. It's not the best situation, um, but I'm trying to figure out ways to do this without introducing post-credits. Now, I do have some stuff that I got to go filter because some of these tiktoks have swear words and i don't want that to be a part of my show um so yeah i'll figure that part out the poll said anything uh but yeah I, i really i really like the idea that twitter is still a place to be i like what elon is doing the relationship between him and the media but at the same time i don't have positive interactions on twitter right? I don't have a lot of my close friends on there at all. There are some people that know me that are on Twitter, but it's really just a place to go say, like, what's trending on Twitter? It's kind of like Reddit, you know? It's like, oh, what, what are the hot topics on Twitter? What are the hot topics on Reddit? And that's about it. Now, what's even more awkward is Truth Social is basically the same way. And I can get news clips from Vigilant Fox on Telegram. Granted, they take a lot longer to download because there's like a man. I don't know what's going on. He must be uploading like high HD clips or something. So, yeah, I think I like what I'm doing with TikTok. It's, I don't like that it's random. That part I don't like, but so is Telegram. Twitter, that's pretty random. Truth Social, I need more connections there, and I, I will probably enjoy it more. I think since they've opened up messaging and since they've opened up the groups, it has a lot more potential. And so um, I'm hoping that for for the rest of this month um, and continuing forward that some people will step up in terms of value for value and, you know, provide clips and links on Truth Social and help me build the group as uh, more of a community and that would be really helpful. Uh, the TikTok group here I or the TikTok the Telegram group we're all familiar with the technology and so we don't have to grow Truth Social if we don't want to. I'm just trying to find ways of exposing the the, the podcast to other people. Maybe I'll just post a podcast on Truth Social and hopefully people will find it over time. I don't know. But yeah, today is so special Today's segment, I guess, was more about social media and just watching these environments change. you know we know we can't use Facebook; we can use it to talk to our friends about pool parties, I guess, and even my church doesn't really use Facebook for stuff like that they They use a different app altogether, um a different social media it's It's very slim down it's very closed circle by design um but with this 2024 election coming up, man, I know it's going to get heated. And I just know it. And I'm also a little bit nervous about both Telegram and Truth Social. Like, what is going to happen? Because we saw what they did to Parlor. What's going to happen if Donald Trump gets the Republican nomination? If he gets the nomination, then they're going to go nuts, the Democrats, about trying to... Get them arrested about trying to shut down speech. Just all this, all the stuff they did last time. It's I, I just think it's going to be way worse. And I honestly, I hope that these are the dying convulsions of the Democrat Party because it's it's outrageous. It is is just beyond outrageous. I actually I downloaded something today, and there's some language in it, and so. If I don't get it, I'll have to do like a dip or something maybe in the post production after all uh, yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna i'm gonna play this one with you. This is an old concept, and this is about what they I heard Glenn Beck talking about what they did in uh Czechoslovakia as far as demoralizing the country. Um, we've all seen the, the posts going around about what you would do to break down the country, to get people demoralized. And it was things about, like, getting morals thrown out the window, to get a bunch of people to accept homosexuality, transgender behavior, uh, to to break up the family, to throw out morality, to break down the country from the inside like that. Before, and then that was how you won the war, without sending in soldiers, without doing anything. And if I find some clips to support that, or, or something like that. I'll, br- I'll bring it to the show. But I've heard things like that before. There's like a playbook. Well, this is a guy on some podcast. I don't know whose podcast he's on. But this is a, kind of a rant. By somebody talking about exactly what's going on with the WEF. Bringing this you know, demoralizing playbook to America. And he's bringing some information that I haven't seen. This is much more relevant because... While conservatives are getting riled up about like, yeah, the Dylan Mulvaney and we got to shut down Bud Light. Um, Yeah, we were pissed off at Bud Light because they basically spit in our faces and said they're not going to apologize for what they were doing to us. But then at the same time. There's this other way of looking at it, and this is what I want you to hear, because now I'm a little bit conflicted and I don't know if there's a solution and I don't know what we're supposed to do. But this is. This is going to change your perspective on the boycotts of things going on. Check this out. Here's why?
2: There's three initiatives that are put down through the World Economic Forum. One is called CEI, one is called ESG, and one is called DEI. These initiatives are put down as social initiatives from the World Economic Forum, the most powerful people on the planet, through the banks to the big corporations. These corporations, unlike my business, actually depend on that financing 100%. So if they don't do the things that these three initiatives, the CEI, the ESG and the DEI say they actually lose their funding, so they can't operate their business. So you say, well, aren't these people smart enough to understand why they're, business- they're destroying their business? They can't not do it, because if they don't do it, they won't get their funding. So they-
0: yeah, and so this, is, this connects with the, ES, the ESG of, you know, they want, they, they want these businesses. The, the, the World Economic Forum wants businesses to run their businesses a certain way. And now they have these so-called world leaders trained up where they send them out and they train them a certain way to operate business a certain way according to their standards. Now, I don't understand the money aspect, but Razor Fist does a video called Go Woke, Get Broke. I think that's what it's called. Where he talks about how these businesses were broke and, and going under and then they decided to get woke and all of a sudden they start getting some of this woke cash from the you know world economic forum and and people that support those things activists and so called philanthropists and stuff so if businesses rely on this activism money to stay afloat then that's what that's what this guy on this clip is talking about and I'm sorry about the dumb music it's TikTok that's what they do
2: Dirt, and here's why that's happening because the people who run these companies, the officers of the companies, are not the founders of the companies. These are people that are many generations removed and many degrees of caring about the actual brand removed, all right? So these people are college graduates who think they know a whole bunch of stuff because they have an advanced degree, and they are making decisions that are, you know, basically about the money and thinking that eventually people will adopt this and it, won't, it will stop. But it's not going to stop, and it's not supposed to stop. This is what people are failing real. What's happening is we are dealing with a communist insurgency that is undermining the values and the identity of the American public.
0: And this is what I was talking about—that Czechoslovakian playbook. I'm pretty sure it's Czechoslovakia. Um, if I'm wrong, somebody correct me. But I'm pretty—I'm pretty sure that's what it was—the Czech Republic. And. Um, I'm going to have to find that playbook. It, it's it's from the 30s or 40s. They did this in one of these countries to demoralize the country, and and that's this is that's what he's talking about. This communist design, and he's going to explain it in greater detail that you're probably not used to hearing.
2: Is they are intentionally creating a scenario where the American people rejecting this initiative is actually hurting iconic American brands that remove much of the American identity. So when you name these companies off, all of these companies represent America when you think of them traditionally. So now they're removing part of the identity, which is part of the communist process called demoralization. If there's less identity in America, there's less to fight for, which makes it easier to conquer. All right. Then on top of it, one of the goals...
0: Before he goes to the on top of it. So removing the identity from America by destroying the companies via these new chief officers destroying the companies from the inside out in a way that makes the american people reject them what are some of these american companies that come to mind when you think of when you think of disney root, just gutted just gutted and and turn into a husk uh when you look at nike you know what i'm saying like all that crap they pulled during the blm riots that was all Marxist propaganda uh, Marxist training Marxist ideology from the inside out it made people reject Nike it turned a lot of people off to Nike and even when they tried to pander you know it just the woke mob destroyed Nike they destroyed Disney they're destroying Target right now they destroyed Bud Light these are American companies that when you hear them you think about America and so he's saying it makes it so that America America is is not really worth fighting for because all of these American brands that hold American identity are turning into something contemptible um repulsive disgusting and you want to reject them and that's the point is that in order for these companies to stay afloat they're getting money from these philanthropists we'll call we'll call them philanthrop philanthropists but in order to get the money from the philanthropists, they have to do these things that make the American people reject them. That's the that's the trajectory. And in doing this, they're removing the American identity from these American companies. And it makes America not. How many Americans do you know right now that feel like they don't care about America? They, they don't care about being patriotic. They don't they don't think that America's so great. You know, we're hearing much more and more of this conversation coming up. I've got more to say about this stuff next week or this week, but let's continue.
2: And so what they're doing here is they are getting the American public to cancel their own companies that actually hurts their own neighbors who are good, hardworking American people. Because the people at Bud Light at the top are not the ones feeling the pain here. It's the delivery drivers. It's the the hardworking red, white and blue Americans that believe the same are getting fired or laid off or losing because of this so they have run an operation to push this initiative down through the companies intentionally where the companies cannot resist it because they're required to do so for their funding knowing that the american people are going to reject it and destroy these companies creating the lower class system that they're trying to create in the first place
0: so there you go uh, that, that little pause you heard was me finding a way to skip over the part where he swears on, uh, he doesn't need to swear, but yeah, so I, I made it through that sample. That was an aspect that I have not thought about. That TikTok was from Enlightened Dad, Enlightened E-Dad? Yeah, that's what it says, Enlightened E-Dad if you want to if you want to follow them maybe I'll give these people their credit for their TikToks because you know they they ripped off other people's IP and put captions on them and stuff so they should at least have the credit for that um there's much more to to say about that because I f- I really fear this year that this is going to be the year that America is really somebody's going to try to make a move on America man I hope it's not this year. I mean, we know we got this election coming up, but I feel like very soon we're going to see some big changes. We're going to I think one of these countries is going to make a move on America. Maybe it's China, maybe it's somebody else. But um we're slowly being gutted out and we feel it. The American people, we feel it. We're being gutted out from the inside out and these so called American hero conservative talk show people that are supposed to be fighting for America and everything they're so corporatist that they're just getting bigger and lining their pockets and yeah, they bring you some good stories once in a while, but they 're not actually doing anything and so it's hard like it's it's upsetting to me because a lot of these comp- they they these companies they preach morality but they don't preach Christ. You look at the daily wire he's Ben Shapiro actively denounces Christ, and he still has all these Christians following him in his company. He's the only Jew. They're not Jews. They're all Christians, quote-unquote. Got Glenn Beck. He's a Mormon. He's always trying to preach his weird, goofy goofy theology that doesn't make sense. I mean, thank God he's not a drinking and an alcoholic anymore, but he's not a Christian, He's and he's always got these, you know, quote-unquote christian people on his show you see what happened with david crowder why do i say david stephen crowder i don't think i talked about stephen crowder on this show i have to pull those clips together this week because he's he really stepped in it and maybe that's the point maybe it's the point like it's weird that like all these larger christian mainstream companies they don't they're not actually christian they don't they're not actually run by christians they always have some you know, it's either Muslim or Jew or Mormon or something that runs them. Angel Studios, I think that's a Muslim, a, a Mormon one. These mainstreamish type Christian companies, they're not run by actual Christians, and so like when you do hear Christians getting big on these channels, it's always this borderline behavior that I don't feel like represents Christianity very accurately, and it's more so about the culture war and and you know, getting your scalps on in the libs, which is fun, and I don't have a problem with that, but, like, I'm not going to spend, a f- you know, a few minutes trashing people uh, because of what I don't like about them, but you know what I'm saying. There's some very unChristian behavior, especially about uh, Crowder, and I've talked about that in the past Um, on the Zero Hour. Crowder's I talked to my wife about Crowder, and she says, yeah, because he's drunk. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, just look at his behavior. It's like halfway through the show, you can tell he's drinking. They're drinking during the show, and, and nobody wants to say anything about it. But I think he acts that way because he's drunk. My wife sees the world in a way, in a strategic way that other people don't see, and I'm just like, wow, I never thought about it like that. And I think she's right. I think Crowder, all this time... He he's so he acts like a drunk, when he's on the show, and maybe that's part of what has been getting under my skin about him. But something's gonna change, man. Especially in the mainstream, we can't let these guys that are just not representing Christianity very accurately. They're not representing Christ accurately. They're not representing Christians accurately. They're just conservatives that are grifting Christians. Christians because there's just not enough of us in the mainstream, that there is no space for us, man, and it's hard. It's hard to watch Christianity get misrepresented like that. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of demoralization of American companies uh, in the same way of how we see Christians get demoralized in the media. I think you're going to see a lot of, you know, all-American brands, The Gap and American Eagle and all of these, all of this stuff, man. It's going to be, it's sad to watch it happen. It's just happening before our eyes, and it's just one thing after another, man. June's supposed to be Pride Month, so we're going to just watch them all get blowed out again for another year. It's weird how Pride Month just seems to last all freaking winter, you know, all summer. <laughs> It'll die down in winter when nobody wants to go outside anymore. Anyways... Uh, This was a much longer podcast than I was expecting it to be because I'm not going to ramble for an hour with no outline or anything. But, yeah, let me know about those clips, what you think. Uh, Leave comments in the Telegram chat or in the comments here on Substack. Uh, For those of you guys who are subscribed on Substack, thank you for doing that. And um, please help me out with the show by sharing it with a friend, letting people know that I'm getting... I'm getting my feet under me, and we're just getting going. We're going to start going through clips and doing some more analysis and everything, all that stuff that you love. And, um, yeah, we're starting over fresh. And uh, the more people that we can invite to this party, I think the better it will become. Seems like uh, XYZ is is holding it down over on the Telegram. He's posted an article this week. uh, People continue to post more. That'll give us more to talk about as a community. Uh, This will be a value for value podcast. I have not turned on subscriptions or anything yet because um, I want to give it a little more time to grow before I give you guys that option. But if you do find value in the podcast as it continues and you're looking for ways to give back to the show. um, One of the things you can do is you can stream the show on Fountain. And um, I just started setting that up where you can uh, you can listen to it on fountain.fm as your podcast player, if you don't already have one, where you can uh, stream comments, kind of like super chats, um, through that app. And I will be checking on that to see if people have things to say through Fountain. Uh, that would be really cool if, if people start using that. I tried it in the past, and I think it was a little too early technology, but um, my Bitcoin bros definitely check that out because that that was made for you and it seems really cool um and when we turn on subscriptions and donations i'd love to be able to do a donation segment for you guys so these are all things that we're working toward but right now um i got another one in the can and i will uh talk to you tomorrow i'll try to keep this on the weekdays and i finally got my voice back so i'm not sick that was that was rough Yep. All right, we're going to wrap this up and I will uh I'll talk to you guys on the next one. See you tomorrow.